Hello and welcome to the latest Market Roundup. I'm your host, Carl Turner. In this episode, in the next five minutes, I'll provide you an insight and summary on what's going on in the economy and explain both the positives and negatives so you can make better informed decisions. If you'd like to discuss your own financial planning, risk or your existing assets, feel free to reach out. So after a great July for investment markets, August has been more volatile with most equities down for the month so far. This is mainly down to some economic data that's been released, some investors taking profits from their equities performance over the past month, the summer lows in trading volumes, which always increases volatility, and the US downgrade from Fitch & Co., from AAA to AA+. So the latest downgrade of the US credit rating, it leaves Moody's as the only rating agency which gives the US a top AAA rating. So what does that actually mean for investors and does it make a difference? So it might sound alarming and it's good for headlines and clickbait, but this was expected and the GDP forecast for the US is positive at 3.9% for quarter three, which is promising. The reasons given for the downgrade were the high and growing government debt burden. So should investors be worried and what should they think about this? Well, the US Treasuries, they remain the world's number one safest asset. So the reason for US Treasury remaining as the number one safe asset, it's not because of the credit ratings given by companies like Fitch and Moody's. It's actually because the treasury market's enormous liquidity. It means it can print money. And the sheer volume of the amount of US dollars in circulation, it allows international investors and companies to easily store money and invest in government debt of the largest economy whose currency is still the reserve currency. So for now, there's no other asset class to act as a realistic alternative. My opinion is this downgrade was an opportunity for investors who've seen good increases over the past month in equities to take some profits. So it's nothing to worry about long term. So over the past few weeks, UK, EU have actually raised interest rates while US and Australia actually paused interest rate rises. So the general consensus is that global inflation is dropping. And there's a lot more optimism in the markets that rates will start to drop. So it's likely the UK won't raise interest rates again in the short term and the US is likely to pause raising rates again. So that's positive for markets and companies because the fixed borrowing costs will reduce and the profit margins should increase. So the downside for individuals is the central bank interest rate rises that we've seen across the most Western economies. They haven't really been passed on to retail current account holders. So people have found that their mortgages have increased and the credit card costs have increased, but the cash deposit and interest rates haven't risen by much. So some individuals have started to look at fixed deposit investments to access these higher rates. So as a quick update on the US economy, it's actually company earnings season, which actually means every quarter companies in the US, they announce their earning figures and provide guidance on what they expect moving forwards. Well, most companies have now reported their earnings for the last quarter, and over 80% of these companies in the S&P 500 have reported better than expected figures. So this is positive for investors, and the concerns that people had on company profit margins being reported, 
they were better than expected also. So with inflation in the US, there are some areas of concern. Yesterday, the US announced their CPI figures, which is their inflation data. It showed a slight increase from 3.1 to 3.2% but it shouldn't make a huge impact to markets as the overall trend is downwards. It's not a linear graph or line. Now, wage growth in the US, that was over 4% on an annual basis. So it's an indicator that the Fed might not reduce interest rates in the near future. And US unemployment's at a 50-year low. But the amount of new jobs that are on the market are actually falling month on month. Also, the data out of the UK recruitment market actually shows a drop in the amount of staff recruited for companies. So both are positive signs that central banks won't have to increase interest rates. So the key takeaways are there's a lot of contradictory economic data released and it's meaning that investors are second guessing how central banks will react with interest rate rises and that's making markets volatile. But although there are some contradictions in the data, which is causing quite a bit of short-term volatility, it's clear that inflation is falling globally and going in the right direction, but it's not a straight line drop. And history tells us inflation is stubborn. The US economy and company earnings are in better shape than projected. And China, although they've announced stimulus packages, which have boosted the markets last week, they're still very volatile, especially with the property market and the outlook. So thanks for listening. And if you'd like to discuss your own investments and maybe the fixed deposit options for cash in the bank or your existing portfolio to see if it's right for the current market conditions in 2023, feel free to reach out.